KPBS On Demand is supported by Under the Sun Foundation, presenting the Candlewood Arts Festival in Borrego Springs, featuring temporary public art projects that engage community and place. March 23rd. More at candlewoodartsfestival.org. Good morning. I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Friday, August 19th. Investigating Donald Trump. More on that next. But first, let's do the headlines. Many people have pressed the pause button on house hunting because of rising interest rates and an anticipated downturn in the economy. That's according to reporting by the San Diego Union-Tribune. San Diego County's median home price dropped for a second month in July. It's now at $800,000. But the median price of a home is still up nearly 10% compared to a year ago. Homes are also staying on the market longer than they were this time last year. San Diego County had 18% less home sales in July as compared to June. San Diego County is expected to get its next shipment of monkeypox vaccines early next week. That's according to Dr. William Singh, who oversees vaccines for Kaiser Permanente San Diego. The Biden administration is trying to stretch out its limited supply by allowing the vaccines to be injected intradermally between layers of skin. Seng says giving the vaccine using that method increases the amount of doses fivefold. A small plane crashed on a city street in El Cajon yesterday morning. The pilot, who was the only person in the plane, survived the crash but was injured. No other injuries were reported. When the plane hit the street, it grazed an SUV. The car was left with minimal damage. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, we've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. We invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. In recent years, U.S. Representative Adam Schiff has attained national prominence for his work in Congress investigating allegations against Donald Trump, while Trump was president and after. Schiff's book, Midnight in Washington, tells the behind-the-scenes story of Trump's first impeachment trial and how the submission of many Republican lawmakers to the former president has changed Congress and politics in America. Schiff, who is a Democrat, was the lead manager in the first impeachment trial of Donald Trump, and is a member of the House Select Committee conducting the January 6th investigation. He'll be discussing the book tomorrow afternoon at the Festival of Books. 
He spoke with KPBS's Maureen Cavanaugh. Here's their conversation. Liz Cheney, the vice chair of the January 6th committee, was soundly defeated in the Wyoming Republican primary this week. She was defeated by a candidate endorsed by Donald Trump. Is that any indication to you of the impact or lack of impact the hearings are having? I don't think it is as much a reflection on the hearings as the fact that Donald Trump still has a strong grip on the Republican Party. And tragically, that party's been remade in his flawed image. It is now a prerequisite to success in the Republican Party of Donald Trump to lie about the last election. And sadly, because Liz Cheney was willing to tell the truth, because she would not go along with the lie that eats at the heart of our democracy, the lie that says that any election you lose is somehow rigged and illegitimate, because she wouldn't go along with that, uh, she's rejected by Trump's GOP. It's a tragedy for the GOP. And because we need two uh, healthy political parties in America, it's a tragedy for the country. Congressman, how would you describe the parallel investigations into January 6th that your committee is conducting and the one being conducted by the Department of Justice? What, if any, connection is there between the two? Well, certainly there is a lot of overlap when it comes to January 6th. Uh, And it is rather remarkable, though, I have to say that the Congress, in many respects, is so far out ahead of the Justice Department in conducting an investigation. Many of the Justice Department's steps seem to be a reflection of what we are sharing with the public as a result of what we're finding. That's not normally the case. I've been involved now. This is the third major investigation where there has been a contemporaneous investigation by the Justice Department. Uh, Normally, Congress lags way far behind because the Justice Department has far greater uh, investigative resources. They have the FBI that can go out and uh, do interviews and execute search warrants. They have the power to enforce their own subpoenas. We have to go to them to enforce our subpoenas. Uh, So in that respect, uh, there are parallel investigations. We are talking with them and want to make sure that material that we have that's important to them, we can share. At the same time, we don't simply open our files to another branch of government any more than they simply open theirs to ours. And there are other areas where their investigation is beyond the scope of ours, such as the search that they did at Mar-a-Lago. Your book, Midnight in Washington, describes the first impeachment hearing and Senate trial of Donald Trump, but you also talk about the change that you've seen in Republican colleagues as they become loyal supporters of Donald Trump. In your opinion, is the near universal support of Trump among congressional Republicans real or is it political theater? Well, it's real in the sense that they are carrying the big lie the same way he is. They are uh, essentially echoing what he says in the hopes of getting his support. Uh, So it's very real in that sense. Do my Republican colleagues believe the big lie? No, they know it's a big lie. They're content to repeat it because they think it helps them politically. Uh, You know, one of the things I write about in the book is uh, something that uh, the historian Robert Carroll once said, that power doesn't corrupt as much as it reveals. It doesn't always reveal us for our best, but it says a lot about who we are. Well, power of the last five or six years has revealed to me a lot about the people I work with, who it turns out don't believe any of the things they've been saying, or if they do, it's simply not as important to them as maintaining their own position or potentially getting a better position. Uh, you know, the, the case of Liz Cheney and Elise Stefanik, for example, is a study in contrast. Liz Cheney wouldn't tell a big lie and was willing to uh, lose her position in Republican leadership and now her position uh, as the nominee uh, in her district. Uh, and when she expressed her unwillingness to go along with that big lie, Liz Stefanik put up her hand and volunteered for the job and now has Liz Cheney's position. That is, you know, sort of the cautionary tale of where we are, that Advancement within today's GOP requires fidelity to the former president and his lies. 
That was Congressman Adam Schiff speaking with KPBS Midday Edition host Maureen Kavanaugh. Congressman Schiff will be discussing his book, Midnight in Washington, at the San Diego Union Tribune Festival of Books tomorrow afternoon. Mexico is promising to invest a significant amount of money in the effort to reduce the flow of sewage crossing the international border. KPBS environment reporter Eric Anderson has details. Mexican and U.S. officials gathered on the edge of the Tijuana River estuary to sign an unprecedented agreement to fix the region's cross-border pollution problem. Congressman Scott Peters says Mexican officials are committed in writing to spend more than $140 million to fix or repair Tijuana's sewage infrastructure. We owe Mexico a lot of credit for stepping up in this really significant way to deal with the problems on its side of the border. Uh, and to share this responsibility with us because we are one region. Uh, And so that's very fundamental today. The Treaty Minute and a Memorandum of Understanding identify all of the projects that will be funded in Mexico and the United States, including fixing Tijuana's sewage pipes and repairing a broken sewage treatment plant south of the Mexican city. Eric Anderson, KPBS News. The at-home COVID test is an important tool to stop the spread of the virus. But health officials are warning that it may take more than one test to know if you really are COVID-free. KPBS reporter Kitty Alvarado has details. The FDA says the rapid tests will detect most infections, but if you keep coming up negative and suspect an infection, they recommend calling your doctor and getting a lab or PCR test. That's considered the gold standard. Dr. Peter Chin Hong, an infectious disease expert and a professor at UC San Francisco, says now that home tests are more common, it's important that those who use them know their limitations because you may be out and about potentially transmitting it to others. If you're only doing one test, it's negative, and you had a real exposure or you have symptoms, uh, don't just stop with that one negative home test. Either do a PCR or repeat the test one or two times over the next two days. Because he says your test results can have serious health implications for those around you. Kitty Alvarado, KPBS News. Coming up, an e-bike accident in Carlsbad ends tragically. We'll have that story and more next, just after the break. Stay close. Hi, I'm Bill Hohen. And I'm Ted Hohen. Over the past 50 years, our family has brought many world-class dealerships to Carlsbad, including Mercedes-Benz, Porsche, Audi, Honda, Acura, Jaguar, and Land Rover. That's right. This year, we're celebrating 50 years in Carlsbad. So on behalf of the entire Hohen family, we want to thank San Diego. Throughout the years, We've taken tremendous pride in meeting and even exceeding our customers' automotive needs. We value the relationships with our clients and look forward to serving you for years to come. 
we invite you to visit one of the Hohen Carlsbad dealerships or hohenmotors.com. The Carlsbad community is mourning the loss of a mother who died after being hit by a car as she was riding her e-bike with her toddler. KPBS North County reporter Tanya Thorne says the family, advocates and officials are calling for more safety measures on our roads and education on bike safety. The family of the Carlsbad mom killed while riding her e-bike advocated for safer streets at Tuesday's city council meeting. Never in a million years, I think, Three weeks later, my wife would be hit by a 42-year-old female who lived in the neighborhood, traveling approximately 40 miles an hour, and blew a stop sign. Thank God my daughter didn't die, but my wife wasn't so lucky. That was Bob Embry, the husband of the victim. He had stood before city council just a couple weeks back and asked for ways to slow traffic down in his Carlsbad neighborhood. The San Diego County Bicycle Coalition says city governments need to invest in road safety interventions to prevent more accidents from happening. More is being done to educate riders on safety. This week, Governor Gavin Newsom signed a bill for a statewide e-bike safety and education training program that will be developed by the California Highway Patrol. Tanya Thorne, KPBS News. A series of classic children's books is now finding new life on stage and in the wilderness of East County. The Adventures of Frog and Toad taught many children how to read. KPBS education reporter M.G. Perez tells us how the beloved characters are continuing their legacy of learning. This is Frog and Toad, and they are very best friends. Best friends living in a storybook world. Frog and Toad live in two different houses, and they always like to do kind things for each other. A narrator reads to a captive audience at the San Diego Children's Museum in Escondido. Frog and Toad are the main characters in a classic series of children's books by Arnold Lobel. Their adventures were first written in the 1970s and have lived on in our imaginations for decades. Toad pushed and pulled on the rake. He raked the leaves into a pile. Soon there was not a single leaf in Frog's front yard. This is more than just a read-aloud event at the Children's Museum. Young actors from Escondido's Patio Playhouse Community Theater have joined the narrator to bring the beloved characters and their animal friends from the page to the stage. A Year with Frog and Toad became a Broadway musical almost 20 years ago. I get to relive all my childhood fantasies of eating cookies and laughing at them raking their yard and the leaves all getting blown away. Christopher Moore is a college music major performing the role of Toad. I hope that it gets a lot more kids into theater so that we can share this amazing experience and gift with a lot more kids. Frog and Toad have endured because their stories are both entertaining and educational. The series is used in many classrooms to help students meet social-emotional goals, especially now in the aftermath of COVID and its continuing consequences. Brenda Townsend is producer of the musical and a parent. Frog and Toad teach us the power of the importance of friendship in our lives. What what are we without, you know, our friends? It's a lonely world out there. So they just remind us, I think, that how important friendship is. I wonder if we are brave, said Frog. Frog and Toad looked into a mirror. We look brave, said Frog. 
Chapters of the series are also being read in the wilderness of East County. Simon Breen is Education Director for Earth Discovery Institute, a nonprofit focused on educating children from marginalized communities about nature, science, and conservation. They've just started a storybook hike in the 2,800-acre Crest Ridge Ecological Reserve, nestled between the outskirts of El Cajon and Alpine. This story, Dragons and Giants, is about frog and toad getting out into nature, overcoming their fears. They have some challenges they encounter um, with snakes, with just avalanches and all kinds of misadventures. Children and their families hike from one station to another, reading and reacting along their journey. Breen says this provides lessons in ecological competency. A lot of the kids that we bring out on field trips here to Crestridge, it's their first time they've ever been out to this type of nature. Maybe they've been to a local city park, but nothing like this. And a lot of them come with preconceived conceptions, and you can overcome those fears and learn to coexist with these animals that are really so valuable to us and we need. The reserve is open to families and other hikers from sunrise to sunset, and the stories of frog and toad will be posted through the end of December. Beyond their other attributes, the tales are reminders of the reality of climate change. Sarah Masonouve is executive director of Earth Discovery Institute. It's really essential that the public understand what those threats are, understand the importance of nature, and join us in protecting it. How about a cookie, Frog? Don't mind if I do. So the singing best friends continue to teach lessons and bring the community together through books and on Broadway or in a community theater. Jamie Lynn Palmer brought her three-year-old daughter, Lila, to the Discovery Museum musical preview performance. Who's your favorite character? Toads. Why? Because they're so cute. They're so cute? Yeah, because they're babies. M.G. Perez, KPBS News. In other education-related news, nearly 30 high school students from City Heights just returned from a scientific adventure in Baja, California. KPBS reporter Jacob Ayer says... The field trip looks to provide hands-on research and break the generational poverty cycle through science. A group of 29 Hoover High School students recently returned from Bahia de Los Angeles in Baja, California, after working alongside scientists and professors. Students took daily excursions, such as tracking the local bird population, researching sea turtles and fish, and even swimming with whale sharks, according to sophomore Yairo Chique. You know, but the simple fact of you being on the water, seeing a whole huge animal and the experts just, you know, going under there, taking pictures of it and, you know, analyzing it like if it's nothing, it's just crazy. The Ocean Discovery Institute has been providing free, hands-on research through similar trips since 2004 for students in City Heights. The organization works with over 6,000 youth a year at schools, camps, and through their leadership program. Jacob Ayer, KPBS News. And before you go, we have a few weekend arts events to share with you. Compliments of KPBS arts producer Julia Dixon-Evans. TWA, or Time for Women Artists, is a group of 12 women artists who've worked and exhibited art together for nearly a decade. Their latest show opens today, and it's called Turning Tides. Each artist will showcase their vision of what the theme means to them. The exhibit will be open through September 3rd 
at the Be Free Studio in La Jolla. Gallery hours are 11 to 5 p.m. And if you'd like to get out and hear some good music this weekend, a group of local artists will be performing at the Casbah. The lineup includes local singer-songwriter Francis Bloom. He's known for his nostalgic sounds. You're listening to Bloom's song, Mary, Jane, and Susie Lee, from his album, Lado de Loma. Other local artists performing include Lauren Lee, who won the 2022 San Diego Music Award for Best Pop Song for her song, Trust Fall. The concert is Sunday at 8.30 p.m. You can find more details about the arts events mentioned and more at kpbs.org arts. That's it for the podcast today. This podcast is produced by KPBS senior producer Brooke Ruth and producer Emmeline Mohebi. As always, you can find more San Diego news online at kpbs.org. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great weekend. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, a blend of computer science, statistics, and domain expertise. Learn more about University of California San Diego's online Master of Data Science program at omds.ucsd.edu.